Welcome back to Simple Talk. This is John again. Um, I wanted to get back on because most of the time my thoughts really race when I'm driving. So sometimes you may hear me um, driving to work or driving somewhere and just really expressing my thoughts. Um, So I wanted to talk about um, my journey with uh, COVID-19 and my financial journey. So a little bit about me. Um, I'm currently 39 years old. This would be my, of course, (laughs) in concurrence with the number, I'll be 40 this year. So I haven't had the best financial um, history. Um, (laughs) That's an understatement that I was not really responsible up until now. I always made it made do, but I was always going from here to there, there and here. I was never really homeless, um, but I just did not know how to put my finances in order. I did not see the concept um, of like paying bills. That might sound stupid to you and all of that, but I just didn't see the concept. I feel like figured like we're going to die anyway, so you know, why pay bills? And then I would have the intention to probably pay the bill, um, but I would only pay it if something was about to, you know, be turned off. It's a lot of the world's, you know, minority, you know, mentality. You know, not a lot of the world's minority. I said that wrong. But just some people's mentality as far as um, just waiting till the last minute to get stuff done. And that's me. Um, I'm a bit of a procrastinator. If I don't get things done right now, then it's not really going to happen anytime soon. Um, So I learned from myself that I have to, you know, do stuff now. Anyway, um, my financial history has been, you know, like I said, a mess. Um, It's just been a mess. So, um this year so fast forward to this year still in a mess and everything like that god blessed me with a new job um i was i was going up and down that last year was a uh an interesting year i was you know doing kind of like odd jobs and then i had a full-time job but i wasn't getting paid what i was normally getting paid but i made it um had a place and everything like that so anyway going to this year i in March, I started this job. Great job. Love my job. Um, they gave me a good opportunity, good pay, everything like that or whatever. And so started this job first week. Now, the first, now they delayed our start date because um, COVID-19 was, you know, coming out and we're a healthcare facility. So, um, so they had to delay it and make sure that things were safe and all of that. So I'm thinking maybe they're not going to have a start anytime soon or whatever the case may be. So I'm like, oh, dang, you know, I was getting concerned about my financial state. So anyway, um, so anyway, they finally called. They called probably middle of the month, maybe like the 10th or something like that. And we were going to start the following week. So we started that Monday, and then it was really, um, you know, it was out of the ordinary because it wasn't a normal training, and 
everything because nobody really could be at work that were was doing the trainings and we couldn't we couldn't do it because of social distancing and because we're a healthcare facility there's a lot of things that we have to be a little bit more interactive so they had to figure things out so when i went and um i went we started it was good the first week now this come the second week so i'm gonna go really specific um Come the second week where I did not feel well. Sunday, I had worked my second job. Um, let's, let's rewind. Sorry. Saturday, I had worked a, another job. I was working security um, to help my friend out um, at a supermarket. So I believe that, you know, I was out there and everything like that or whatever. So I was out there, and, you know, in the supermarket being a security guard. So I had my mask and everything like that. Nobody really approached me. I was just standing there, standing guard. So then I had to go to work the following, um, the following day or that night, actually. And I worked that night into the next day and everything or whatever. So it was fine um, until I got sick. I got sick the next morning, probably about, you know, next morning, probably like nine o'clock in the morning. Started to sneeze cough and all of this. I'm thinking, um, I didn't really think anything, honestly, to honestly, nothing really, you know, came up in my mind about COVID-19, nothing. Uh, because I can tell you that I just really felt like diseases when it came to me, I'd never really contracted the important diseases it's, it sounds stupid, like, but I've never really been a sickly person. The only thing I really had is allergies and, like, the flu. So it's never really been anything. I've been in the hospital before, but for strange pains, but there's nothing really ever come of anything. Not that I wanted to be sickly, but it was like, I just really didn't think it was going to affect me. Um, and honestly, I didn't take, you know a lot of precautionary measures i did mask up the way they wanted me to and all this stuff but it just it just really i really didn't think it was anything to it really didn't think anything to it so so i i went on with my day and everything like that or whatever and then i just went home i was supposed to work that night but then i was so sick that i couldn't function um, I was, you know, congested. I was like coughing and stuff like that. I was dizzy and everything. It was bad. So then I went home and I'm supposed to work the next day. I'm supposed to work at the other job the next day to continue training. So then I do that. I, 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 I'm laying there and I'm just like dizzy. Like, and I couldn't move. I was burning up and everything like that. I didn't have any way to take my temperature. So I was like, you know, I didn't know if I had a temperature or not. So I was like, I don't know what to do. I took aspirin already because my head was pounding and all of this stuff. So I was like, man, what is, what is this? Um, so still oblivious to like, I can't have COVID-19. Maybe the thought maybe ever entered my head very slightly. And I just, I just didn't really, really entertain it. 
So then I'm just trying to get myself together because it's the second week of my job. I was like, oh, Lord, these people are going to fire me <laughs> and all of that. So I was like, well, whatever. So then finally, I think I got myself together enough to drive to work. Still bad. Still very bad. Um, bad off. So then I drove to work and still dizzy. I couldn't really stand up or whatever. And the point of my job, because I was following and shadowing somebody else, is you got to walk around a lot. And I was not feeling it. It was bad. Like It was just like I was sluggish and everything. So I didn't know, you know, you know what was going on. So I was like, all right. But they took my temperature because they... That's what, you know, everybody was supposed to do. Took my temperature and I didn't have a temperature. Did not have a temperature. Um, So I, after about an hour, I was like, I can't do this. I told the guy I was shadowing, I was like, I I can't. I can't do it. You know, he was like, just go ahead. You know, he's trying to encourage me to stay at first. But then he was like, just go ahead. You know, it's, it's fine. You know, you're in training. And I was like, man, I don't know. I'm going to get in trouble, whatever. So then I went home. Um, and then I just kind of, you know, laid around and everything like that. And I started to feel a little bit better. So I decided to go to work again the next day. So again, um, but I still was taking like aspirin because I was having bad headaches. And I still was coughing a bit. So then I still, I went to work. And I actually went to the healthcare person on because we have nursing on campus and she was just didn't really think it was anything because I didn't have a temperature and that was one thing that I really learned throughout this whole thing is like healthcare professionals you know everybody was getting on them because but they didn't have a lot of information either about this disease because it was something that didn't come to the forefront and it came so suddenly that nobody really knew what it could be or what it couldn't be so it was just kind of, I wouldn't say like she dismissed me, but she just didn't have much for me outside of because I didn't have a temperature. But then there was so much more to the disease other than the temperature. Um, so anyway, I went on and um, and I went to work the next day. So the next day, um, my job announces that there is outbreak on our uh, campus of people that had um, contracted the disease as far as our residents. We take care of residents on my campus and everything like that. And so I was like, oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. So, you know, people was in the hospital, a couple people, whatever. And I won't name them in my job. I just don't want to implicate anything or whatever. Not that it would be negative anyway, but I just don't have the, you know, permission to do that. So then I... um. So then I instantly went into protective mode for everybody else because everybody else was tripping out. I was like, as long, you know, just trying to explain, you know, it'll be okay. And everybody, and the the administration was being very, very understanding and everything like that. It was very, you know, very good, but it was like not a lot of information and everything like that because they didn't want anybody to fear. So I was like, all right. So then I really, it really didn't hit me that I was still sick. I still was sick with, like, symptoms and everything like that. And um, I was still sick with symptoms. So then on my way home, I had a moment. And mind you, I think I told you in the previous episodes um, episode that I have a roommate 
that you know, I have a roommate that stays with me. And he actually, right now, is contracted with stage 4 kidney disease. And I was very concerned about his well-being um, like during this time as far as like the disease is concerned. And so I, on the way home, I was psyching myself out because I was like, I don't know what this disease is. I don't know what's going on. And so I, I went in. Like, I, I was so, started to get very, 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 very worried during that period of time. As soon as I got home, I was like telling my friend, you got to get out. Like, I, I can't do it or whatever and blah, 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 blah. And I had mentioned to him the previous day, like, I don't know if, you know, and people and my friends, my my, my sister and then my, one of my friends and a few people was like, you need to get tested. And I felt insulted when they said you need to get tested. I was like, oh, I don't think, I don't have it. You know, da, 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 da. And my friend, even that stayed with me, was like, you need to take it seriously. So when I got home and was like, you need to get out. I was like, I told you, he, I, he, you told me to take it seriously. I'm taking it seriously. You need to go because I don't want you to get any more sick. He didn't understand my point of view at that time, but eventually when we talked about it again, he kind of understood it and we laughed about it and everything like that. So, um, but at that time, I just couldn't see beyond that I have the possibility of being contracted with this. So, all the time, my boss, I was in touch with my boss and everything like that. So, I had to call my um, doctor the next day and I was like, I'm showing symptoms of, you know, COVID-19 and stuff like that, from coughing and everything, and there was exposure at my job. So then they was like, you um, you can't return back to the job, and um, you have to stay home. And I was like, <laughs> and the thing is, like, I've been in the mode of being working two jobs for, like, a while. So then I'm like, why, you know? And I didn't see beyond then. I just saw you know, that I was going to be missing out on the check. I was going to be missing out on this and that or whatever. Not that I really wanted to, you know, be working. I just, you know, I didn't know how this was going to actually work out financially. And, you know, I didn't, you know, I didn't see beyond that moment. So then, so what happened, um, they set me up for do we test. So I called my jobs and I told them what was going on. At that time, I was working, like I said, both jobs. So I had to tell the other job, this is what's going on, that I have symptoms showing, and, you know, I have to quarantine until they test me. So then they tested me, and then obviously I've expressed before that, you know, the test coming back positive. I was completely shocked because I just, like I said, I'm not a sickly guy. I didn't really think I was special enough to get the disease and I don't know why I deemed it as a special disease because I guess when people get sick sick it just for me is like okay I always felt like not well I guess to be probably super spiritual I always felt people with like diseases that contracted diseases were special they just it's, it's intended for a special role to be followed um, so I felt like you know <laughs> maybe I'm not special enough to go through this road of disease for this particular you know thing so um, so they said I was positive I was like wow and, you know it's weird so then I had to contact you know I contacted my thing all the while I was still coughing 
I was still um, had chills and everything like that. In, in the middle of this, actually, before that, I told my family. My family ran into Superman and Superwoman mode. My aunt was dropping off food. Um, people were offering their services as far as, like, you know, going to get stuff for me and blah, 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 knowing I had to quarantine. And I was like, wow. And the thing about me, that whole quarantine time, I stayed in the house. Like, I did not go anywhere. And I was sick. I was, like, coughing and... It was like for me the flu, like because I don't have respiratory issues and everything, and I didn't lose. I did go to the hospital and they checked me out and they was like my oxygen levels was 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 good. I'm sorry, and um, so they was like, there's no reason for you to stay here. It's just I was like, oh, so just go home. I didn't. I really was like, this is super crazy. Like I don't know what to do. So it was like, go home, drink fluids, still eat, you know, do what you have to do, but you have to quarantine. You can't be around anybody. So it turns out that my my roommate, you know, he contracted that as well. So we both in there, you know, isolating from one another um, to get better. So um, I stayed in there receiving a whole bunch of love in the meanwhile, really receiving a whole bunch of love. I have to say that. You know, my family was, you know, popping up. French, you know, Facebook friendships was popping up and everybody was checking on me. So I felt a whole bunch of love. I felt a whole bunch of love. So then, so then my mind starts to wander during that time. And I was, you know, I was having a lot of spiritual talks. And then, but my mind, I started to get intimidated because I was like, Lord, now that I have this disease, what now? You know, and the thing was, I my stress level about my finances was very low. And that's really not me. I was like, I'm not worried about the financial part and this and that and whatever. And the funny thing is my job that my job that just started really took care of me as far as workers' compensation and, and stuff like that. And <clears throat> so and everything was residual for my other job so it was like things were working into my favor um financially so i was like i felt the pressure of that i have to come out on the other side of this better and i was like i don't know if i can do it i don't know if i can do it if i can come out better because people are expecting me being a man of god or a servant of god to come out of this thing on the other side much better than what i actually am not just financially, but as a person and as morale, like, you know, but financially I'm talking about right now. So then, um, so I sat and I started to talk to myself and everything like that. And during that time, I think like the stimulus had came and, um, during, I think the stimulus came while I was in quarantine. Like I was, uh, while I was in quarantine for, you know, from the disease so I was like, okay. So, um, fast forward to, you know, me probably being back at work and everything like that. And things was an uphill battle. Like I really didn't, it was, it was bad enough. Like, you know, I had chills, I had night sweats, I had the cough and everything, but my pastor, he, he did his, um, he did his, uh, podcast and he said a very good point about, Everybody has their individual road when it comes to this particular disease. And then with anything, 
I have to say that everybody has their individual role. You know, so I'm very slim with, like, I was trying to, you know, be there for people that had to go through the same road. But I was like, everybody has their different things. So I said for everybody to just go test, you know, everybody to be able to, you know, see if something is going on with them rather than it being um, you me guessing and based off of what I did or what I've been through. But anyway, so... I started to look at my credit report during that time. I started to um, look at my finances and I started to see things a little bit differently. And I I did better during that time paying bills and being still and all this other stuff or whatever and just started paying stuff and started doing this and everything, looking at stuff a bit more, you know, openly. I never thought like that. I never thought that, you know, I could accomplish any kind of financial success or financial, not that I'm totally successful in finances right now yet, but I never thought that I could be able to have my bills are paid. I hated that statement. I hated it. When my friends, when there was people that said my, all my bills are paid, at least all my bills were paid. And I was like, I can never say that. I can never say at least all my bills were paid or at least, you know, that I paid something on my bills and everything like that. I never could say that until now, like right now, like right now, I can literally say that like pretty much all my bills are paid. Like, you know, now I might not be paid down to zero, but they're paid. Like I've been paying them my bills. I pay my bills. So I'm like, wow. I never could say that before because I didn't deem it important enough. I just really was like, I felt like that kind of stress level. I never answered the phone for, for, um, phone bill collectors. I never, I never really, I never really opened mail. Honestly, I never really opened mail because I was just like intimidated by the moment. But then I looked at some of this stuff and I was like, it's not that intimidating. It's not that big. And I'm like, from my situation. But then I'm like, I I had a conversation with one of my friends. um, And, you know, there was a big bill on my credit report. There was a car bill, like $15,000 car bill that was on my credit report. And I had a conversation with her and I had... And she was like, I was like, I, I just want to wait for that to roll off of my credit report. She was like, no, you can pay it. You can, you know, I'm not in your finances, but you can pay it. And I was like, yeah, I could pay it. By this time, I was starting to, you know, resolve that I, I wanted to be financially responsible and everything like that. And, you know, I'll probably go into this in another, you know, episode that I was starting to, you know, really see what I like as far as like homes were concerned like looking for homes, which is like crazy that I was here or whatever. So I was like, whatever. So anyway, <laughs> um, so she was like, you can do it. So I made up in my mind that I was like, okay, I'll be able to give them something. So maybe this bill or, you know, could look a little bit better as far as on my credit report. So I'm, I'm doing that. I gave them a call. It was Wells Fargo, mind you, very major, you know, financial corporation. And They told me that they had canceled my debt. They told me that there's a program that through the government that they canceled my debt, $15,000 debt, and they would be updating my credit report within about 30 to 45 days. I was like, what? Y'all lying. 
Like, <laughs> y'all really lying. And I never really, I just never really uh, thought that something like that could happen. And But I, I, what I can honestly tell you guys is that I made up in my mind that I was going to do something about it. I said that, you know, if I have to pay three, four hundred dollars a month, you know, based off of I'd never really, you know, finished and completed my car payment. I don't even have that car anymore. You know, I never really completed the car payment. I don't have the car anymore and all that. But I took responsibility for that car. So, you know, obviously I have to, you know, take responsibility. And plus, I want my credit to be better. I want my name to be better. So they told me that. And this morning, that's why I'm really talking this morning. This morning, it showed up like that my, um, that that is is off of my credit report on two of my reports so far. And I'm like, oh my God, this is real. And it boosted my credit so much. And I'm like, and I, I just wanted to get on to really encourage someone um, in maybe their financial journey or if it's something big that you're intimidated by um, that you don't think you can be able to handle anything, you know, and I'm going to talk about different things, you know, going forward, but this was just this random thing about, you know, COVID and, you know, it might be a little bit of an extended story um, and the financial journey and everything like that. And I may go a little bit deeper when it comes to, you know, my backstory when it comes to that and how my family operates and all of that. Um, but, I just want to encourage somebody to be like, yo, you can really, 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 you can do it if you don't make any excuses by it. Shout out to my bro, Rich Saunders with his No Excuses podcast. If you make no, no excuses to go to not do it because you can make the choice. Shout out to my last podcast, making a choice to just do something different. Do something different for yourself. It'll feel a whole lot better. I mean, it's stressful sometimes, but it'll make you feel better. So that's all I got for today. I hope that you enjoy your day, and I hope that you will take heed to these words. God bless you, and I will see you next time.